Oh, is it going to record? There we go. You're recording. Okay, we're recording. All right. Thank you for listening to the Leadership Secrets podcast. This is your host, Lee Lizenby. This is a no BS leadership podcast where we're bringing you leadership professionals who are doing it. So we're not bringing you uh, people who talk about it. We bring you the people who are actually doing it. Uh, today, I got a very special guest on our podcast, Dr. Jamal Johnson. Uh, he is a student of leadership, which we all uh, talk about that quite a bit. So I'm glad to have Dr. Johnson on here. Uh, Dr. Johnson is a chief leadership grower at the Leadership Growth and Research Center, which is an organization that specializes in growing leaders through coaching and training. As a leadership coach, Dr. Johnson works with individuals and organizations to increase leadership effectiveness. Dr. Johnson is recognized as an up-and-coming training and development professional in leadership growth and development industry, and Dr. Johnson holds a doctorate degree in business administration. Uh, Dr. Johnson, uh, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for being here, man. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. All right. So uh, we're going to get into a few questions here with uh, with our uh, our host, Dr. Johnson. Uh, if you don't mind, Dr. Johnson, could you give us a quick introduction, some of the things you've done, currently doing, maybe some passions of yours? Yep, um, of, of course, Le- leadership is a passion of mine, and it's, it started in high school. You know, I always had an interest in, in leadership because I saw the effects of good leadership, and I also saw the effects of not-so-good leadership. So as I kind of started to think about those experiences, it just kind of led me along a natural progression of getting into leadership as a profession. Um, on a professional standpoint, I started in leadership professionally um, around 2013, and it was with a nonprofit. I did leadership training and development with a group of youth. Uh, We took those young men from their freshman year all the way through, as of this year, uh, completing college. And just with the framework and some of the things we've put in place with those guys, I was like, "Um, you know, this process is not that bad, and I might want to introduce it in a for-profit kind of standpoint. And that kind of brought me to where I am now with uh, the Leadership Growth and Research Center which is a for-profit organization that looks at um, developing leaders through coaching and training. So kind uh, of a full, full, full circle in the process. Yeah, that's great. What, what type of, uh, can you give us examples of type of people or companies you're, you're working with? Yeah, we mainly, as of now, I'm dealing with middle managers, and those are people that have been in the management and leadership space for um, you know five to 10 years, and they are in a position where they're growing in their leadership they're looking for that next move. So we're dealing with those professionals that have been in the game for a while. They're actively leading, but they have a lot of growth potential, and they're looking at those next steps in their progression. Oh, excellent. Yeah, that's a big that's a big demand right there, that middle management piece. Man, I tell you, needs a lot of help. Uh, uh, one of the things that we talked some about is, you know, personal development. Uh, I've seen this in my career. The ones who took this serious or were uh, just generally better leaders. And do you have like uh, any personal development habits that you you practice currently? Yeah, um, a lot of reading. Um, I try to get as much leadership content as I as I can digest. Um, you know, podcasts. Um, you know, audio books, regular books, different training seminars and training sessions that I take part in as as a student. 
And the biggest part of that, or the most important part of that mix is the application of what I'm learning. So a lot of learning, a lot of reading, and then we go back and kind of slow down and look at how do I apply that new knowledge. Yeah, that's excellent. I, reading is a huge uh, pet peeve in mine. I've, I've, uh, I've been an avid reader myself, and I just see so many leaders out there that never pick up a leadership book. They, they might read a, a fiction novel, but they won't read a leadership book. That's a that's a good one. Uh, just diving in that a little bit. Uh, what types of leadership books out there are you reading currently or in the past that you're really big on? Um, in anything John Maxwell, of course, and, and kind of, you know, full disclosure, I'm part of the, the Maxwell leadership team. So I'm a big fan of John and, and his team's work. So I try to do about a book a month. So the book for this month was the 25th edition of the 21 Laws, which was redone. So um, I just finished that um, a few days ago, and it was a good refresher on the laws itself and a nice new look at some older content that John re revisited. So the, the 21 Laws was the most recent leadership book. Nice, nice. So how many of Maxwell books have you read? I think I've done all of his leadership books, and I've done most of his personal development contents, and I think standard communication, the only one he's officially did was everybody everybody communicates, few connects. So I think I've, um, I've done that as well. So all of his leadership books and some of the other related to growth and communication. Excellent. Man, he has a lot of books. That's that's pretty impressive. I mean, he has like what eighty something books now out there. Yeah, yeah close, close to a hundred. Close to hundred. That's a lot of books to read. So, uh, going back into personal development, do uh, you have any types of morning routines or fitness or nutrition practices that you currently practice? Yeah, um, morning routine is is an early start. I typically try to get up at three or four a.m. and that just kind of gives me time to, um, you know, do some personal reflection, and get a little bit of studying in, and also some 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 working out. I'm on the other side of forty, so I'm kind of focusing on fitness a little bit. So I'm trying to trying to be as healthy as I can for as long as possible. And also with that that early start, it just kind of gives me time to do those things that I wouldn't be able to do once the workday starts. So that's um critical for my my, my run, morning routine, that early start. I hear that. I'm on the other side of 40 myself. Uh, the older I get, I mean, for one, it's easier, I think, maybe to wake up early because I'm going to bed earlier, but uh, that early exactly. start. Yeah, I just find, uh, I don't know how you feel about this, but you know, I, I currently manage a pretty large team at work. If I don't get up early and do those things and get myself prepared for the day. I'm just not a very effective leader. So I always thought morning routine is pretty, pretty powerful. Yeah, and it seems like on those days where I'm a little late, just seems like everything is off. You know, some, something's not right. And I just, I don't have that regular start. So it seems like I'm trying to play catch up throughout the day. So that's, that's one thing I really try to focus on to make sure I get every morning. Yeah. Yeah. There's a golfer, professional golfer, uh, Ernie Els. I don't know if you've heard of him. But uh, he uh, his his routine before a tournament or you no know, whatever uh, the, the day of I guess he would r arrive like so many hours early like six seven hours early and he'd be the first one there and he said he did that so the whole his whole routine the morning before he tees off was was uh, kind of in slow motion like he said I'll dress slow I'll tie my shoes slow 
everything I do is intentional and in a very slow pace. That way I don't try to rush through that routine and, uh, you know, getting those bad habits. Uh, you know, I'm a golfer, but I was thinking, man, that's, that's so true in so many different ways though. Cause you know, that's true in business too. If you start rushing in your morning and you're, you're late and you know, you're stressed, you have anxiety in the morning. It's a uh, carries over throughout the day. Yep. Awesome, man. So you, you talk about reading quite a bit and, uh, which, hits home with me i just think it's so important is there any other professional development type habits i mean you say you talk about conferences uh anything else you're doing from professional development um that's that's the main thing the the, the reading absorbing as much leadership content as i can and of course you know the different conferences kind of like we, we talked about before um you know our, our, our first chat you know the imc the international maxwell conference which is a three-day conference that um john maxwell puts on and deals with leadership growth and coaching you know that's my um slotted conference for 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 this uh this quarter so okay. just kind of being expo- exposing myself to as much leadership content with different mediums as, as possible yeah right yeah absolutely good stuff uh so i'm sure you, you stay pretty busy in your your leadership uh practices there and you're at the uh leadership growth research center is that what it's called yes sir okay uh as far as productivity, uh, that's always somewhat I, what I've seen leaders kind of struggle with time management. Do you have any type of productivity uh, type hacks you're using in your life? Yeah, I, I kind of smile because, um, you know, when, when we talk about the growth, you know, project management always comes up. And I always mess with, um, you know, my students, my participants by telling them it really is no such thing as project management. I mean, excuse me, it's time management. And they're like, what do you mean? I, I, I manage my time all the time. I go back and ask them, I said, well, you know, at the very basic, how is time, you know, how is that process facilitated? And through, you know, dialogue and conversation, they say, well, at the end of the day, time at the very basic level is about the sun and its, you know, rotation around the earth or whatever it does. And I said, so if you look at it from that standpoint, how can you manage that process? And they go back and think about it. It's like, well, you know, I, I really can't. So it's impossible to manage time. Time is fixed variable and you can't manage it but what you're really looking at you're looking at and talking about managing your priorities and managing your so as far as that piece of the pie um big on managing managing my schedule and out to um you know 15 minutes what what am i doing what do i need to get done today and what are my priorities so the the, the self-management and the management of my schedule is the, the biggest act that i have as far as productivity self-management yeah. yeah that's huge that's so true too like we can't manage time time's infinite like you just it's it's there regardless uh you just manage what you do with that time uh i've been reading a lot recently about the law of attraction and there's a lot of good stuff there but one thing they talk about is you no know, time jumping like jumping and you know, living the past or the future always constantly trying to live and and basically you want to live in the present the present's all we have yep and uh so do those things right now you should be doing and and i'm not giving it you no know, credit here by talking about it because i'm you know, kind of disorganized my thoughts but i mean it i started practicing some of these habits and uh like this living the present alone has been a game changer for me anyway so uh time management piece i see a lot of my new leaders struggle in there because 
Well, for one, they they want to continue doing the job they did before they got promoted, and they they, they can't release that piece of it. That's hard for them. That's, that's what they're competent at. But then they have all these administrative tasks they got to do now. In addition, then they have this team that's you know need their time and attention all the time. So yeah, just that's uh, one of the hardest pieces I think for leaders is is managing that piece of it. That's good. That's good advice. Thanks, Dr. Johnson. So uh, most of our listeners uh, were aiming towards the frontline leaders, new leaders. So you're you're dealing more with the middle management. What advice would you give for a new leader who's just starting their journey? Um, big, big piece of advice would, would be you know practice your craft. And if we look at leadership as a skill set, it is a craft. So um, part of that is exposing yourself to that leadership content and then putting into practice. The leadership thing is it's a journey. So starting off, just like with anything new, you're not gonna be um, great and awesome from day one. So for new leaders, just for them to understand that is a process and most things that you start off, at, you're not that great, but as long as you stay consistent and you, um, you put a little work in and a little focus, then you'll get better as you progress. And that's kind of what we see with um, you know, the leadership space in general. It's a progression, it's a growth, it's a journey. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you're never never going to be a expert leader. I, I found. I mean, there's no there's no great leader out there that claims to be an expert at it. There's constantly growing. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's that's one of the reasons when I'm you know when I'm speaking to people and, and and writing and doing training, I never claim to be an expert in leadership. So I always say you know I'm a student of leadership because once you take on that expert title puts everything in a different perspective and how can you be an expert in something that's always evolving always changing even yeah. if it's just how you interact and relate to that subject matter so you know i, I, I probably say yeah i'm just i'm just a student of leadership I'm, I'm still learning and growing in this space yeah that's so true uh, you put that really well uh it's always changing yeah it, how can you be an expert in something that's always always changing and evolving uh, that's so true uh yeah so uh, Simon Sinek is one of my favorite guys to follow on leadership. I don't, he just puts things so so elegantly about leadership and hits on all the pieces that I truly believe in. You know, he 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 has a comment about you know no he's never seen a great leader claim to be an expert in leadership. You know, we're all students of leadership. Um, with that in mind, uh, you talk about books quite a bit. Uh, I always have a couple of different examples of books for my leaders. Uh, Actually, this book, I have it out because I'm interviewing this person next. My podcast is the Jim Hewling, uh, Four Disciplines of Execution. I think it's just a great book as far as the, the time management piece we talked about. But for any new leader, uh, I always recommend this book, It's Your Ship. I don't know if you ever read that one. But the commander in the U.S. Navy that took over the the worst ship in the Navy when he took it over as, as commander and it turned into the best ship in the Navy. And uh, stuff he did was 100% leadership. I mean, there, there was no very little tactics in this book. It's just all about lead, like sound fundamental leadership and how he did it. It was brilliant. That's the book I, I first recommend. And I have a few Maxwell books as well that I, I recommend my leaders read. But it, as far as you, if let's say you were uh, leading a team and you were promoting leaders, new leaders, what book would you tell them? In the beginning, they should read first. 
Um, my go-to is 21 miles from, from Maxwell. I mean, that's um, you know, just be, because of the way that the content was was established and written. First of all, it's an easy read. I mean, you can go through um most of John's books in a few days if you just you know go at it all in with with, with the reading. But more importantly, it's it's applicable. And as I've seen from the start of my leadership journey, um, you know, those laws always apply. And as I'm seeing, you know, they're, they're timeless. So no matter what industry, no matter where you are in your leadership journey, those laws apply to the leadership framework. So I always, always start with the 21 laws. And actually, that was one of the um, first leadership books. Matter of fact, the first leadership book that I read, the 21 laws, 21 really? irrefutable really? laws of leadership. Yep. Wow. Is that what got you started with the Maxwell Group? Yes, it actually was. Um, I, I read that book years ago. And then I was looking for, once I got into the training space, I was looking for a resource because at that time I wasn't comfortable developing my own content. So I was looking for an organization that already had content um, made. And that's what got me with um, with John Maxwell. And so now I, I kind of got those guys. And of course, they have tons of resources as far as content. But um, even with that, using their content, I got into a place where now I'm still getting into a space where I'm developing my own content. So having access to their content has kind of put me in a position where I am more confident and I'm able to start developing my own content, which I think at the end of the day, with the, the training space, it, it puts you in a, in a different area if you are teaching from your own material. Are, are you writing a book right now? I know, I'm not writing a book. Okay. I hear content, I'm like, well, you, you might be a... But I, I do, I do a, lot, a lot of stuff with the um, leadership and growth content as far as training. So creating my own curriculum, creating my own training programs is where we are currently. Oh, nice. Do you have any online courses or is it mostly face-to-face? Mostly face-to-face, mostly face Okay, excellent. Wow. Uh, so... Uh, who are out there right now? Or you you say you met, you read a lot of books and uh, you mentioned some great authors. Is there any other like podcast or you know influencers out there in the space that you think leaders should maybe start following? I like um, I like Robin Sharma. Um, he's in the um, I don't know if he's an official leadership guard or just one of the in the, in the personal development space, but his style and his approach has kind of resonated with me. He was one of the guys. He you know, one of his books, the first books that I read. I think it's um, the 5 a.m. club, and it kind of talks about how effective you are um, by getting up that much earlier. So I think that was one of the first books that I read of his. Then I kind of just connected with him after that, just from you know, his approach to development and leadership. Does he have a podcast? What, yes. I, I, I don't know if it's – um he's has a few shows he's done. I don't know if it's an official, regular podcast, but there, there are a few – podcast um that he's done this out there yeah i love that 5am club I, I i read that so i had a i'm prior military so i've always kind of gotten up early but i've noticed yeah. morning routine i'll just sit around and like you know read emails and get on social media and do those things in the morning and i'm like Man, i'm wasting my time I, I waste an hour in my morning from five to six every morning just you know doing stuff like that so i read that 5am club uh book and it was brilliant and that 2020 principle that he, that he t- teach about in his book, and how you break those 20 minute increments up into different things. Uh, man, that was brilliant. Oh, I like yep. that. 
Well, excellent. Uh, I need to I need to look at him. Uh, he probably has a YouTube channel out there I could subscribe to. All right. Uh, so one thing I've noticed this in my career, and I I could be off base here, but this whole podcast is kind of based off this one one point is that I found every leader I've ever worked for has been very unique. Uh, their philosophies are different. Uh, their methods are different. How they speak to people is different. And not all of it's good or bad. I mean, some of them have been really, really good. And But one great leader has been different than another great leader in what they're doing. Uh, and I found that most leadership books talk about some of the same things. There, there's some core principles uh, across leadership that most of these books are written off of. What's your... Uh, and this is the Leadership Secrets podcast, and the secret is what the secret you found that has worked most for you in your in your leadership journey. Um, that's a great great question. Um, now with that, with, with the differences on on leadership, it's another one another excuse me another one of the things that I highlight. You know, leadership being a science and an art. So what you just described is um, you know all the leaders that you you've had experience with they kind of understand the science and they know the one two threes of leadership but the art comes in with how they apply their learning and everybody applies their science a little bit different so that's why leadership is so dynamic and broad it's like yo every leader that i've had experience with they do it a little bit differently because they are applying their art in their way of, of leadership so now what was your question about the secret? I, I kind of got off on a tangent. I'm sorry. Yeah, no. Uh, so I I think there's always been uh, this core fundamental piece to all great leaders that has been different from leader to leader. And some of those things I, I cannot find in leadership books. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just this person, you know, this does one thing really well, and that one thing worked really well. And, and the secret is basically what is that one thing that uh, you know, you've done well that you could share with our listeners that uh, – and it doesn't have to be that either. It could be, you know, what's one thing that you've seen leaders, great leaders doing that the majority aren't doing? Okay. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you two. The first one is a little bit nuanced and it's going to be a little bit harder to develop. But having a feel for leadership is just kind of important. And you get that as you go along in the process and you are in those leadership experiences and you learn the craft of leadership. So just having a feel for leadership. But the next, which is um, I think is critical, and I'm starting to do it now, and I see it in all of those high-level leaders that I deal with, having um, the ability to coach. So having coaching as a skill set that you apply to your leadership toolbox makes the difference between a good leader and a great leader. Just because of the fact that as you're dealing with people, Growing and developing people, you have to have that key skill of, of coaching to do that effectively. So, so coaching would be my my secret sauce. Wow, that's great. I, that's the first one I've heard coaching, uh, but I totally agree with that. Uh, I, I took that coaching course on the Maxwell program, uh, yep. and that was that was a, a game changer for me and how you know you go about it a bit differently. And I think this learning that skill set is huge because something we do every day. As a leader, we're yep. constantly coaching. And I think the delegating thing uh, can get out of hand sometimes, especially with new leaders. Uh, I know I, I failed there multiple times. Uh, when I first became a leader, I, I just constantly will telling people what to do. You know, I, I wasn't, you know, empowering them. 
to do these things. I wasn't giving them the responsibilities they needed to feel important and feel fulfilled with their with their work. And I just was directing is basically what I did. I, I see that happen quite a bit with new leaders. So coaching is a, a powerful one. That's great. Excellent. Thanks, Jamal. Yes, sir. You're certainly welcome. Well, that's a that kind of brings us to the end of our podcast. Uh, tell tell the listeners where they can find you. Um, what social media platform? How how can they follow you online? All right, my my main stomping ground is LinkedIn. Um, I, I like LinkedIn just because of the uh, you know professional aspect, and I kind of use it as my go to Rolodex as far as keeping up with all my contacts and all of those influences that I'm following. So you can find me on, on LinkedIn, Jamal Johnston. I'm in the Richmond, Virginia area. And also you can follow um, our organization on LinkedIn as well. So the Leadership Growth and Research Center, we're on, on LinkedIn as well. So that's the easiest place to find us. Excellent. Yeah, you got a, you got a pretty good good uh, LinkedIn page there. That's how I found you. So excellent. Uh, and I, I forgot you were in Virginia. I mean, I used to live there. Uh, I okay. lived there for like four years. And, and both of my kids were born in Chesapeake when I was in the Navy. Awesome. Okay. Yeah, it's a beautiful area, man. I love Virginia. That's that's a, a paradise, I think. But, well, good deal. How uh, I look forward to seeing you here in a here in I guess three weeks at the IMC conference. Uh, yep. And uh, any any of the listeners out there, uh, the Maxwell Leadership Group is a fantastic organization. And if you ever sign up, you ask for and someone and then the sign up page they ask for a referral. I recommend you either use me or Dr. Johnson here as your referral because <laughs> it comes back comes back to us. So uh, it's a great program. And uh, the, this IMC conference, I've, I've heard so much about it. I mean, it's uh, people from all around the world come to this conference. Uh, the speakers out here are, are incredible. The classes, the workshops are like, top notch. And man, I couldn't be more excited to attend this conference in August. And they have it twice a year, uh, August and March, I believe. So my little shout out to the maxwell group there uh they create some pretty good leaders but Jamal, appreciate being on the show man I, i'll see you here in three weeks yes yeah, certainly i appreciate you having me thank you sir all right thank you